Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Before we get started with the podcast, we did want to acknowledge what is going on with the NBA and WNBA and the murder of yet another black man at the hands of those who take an oath to protect us. My experiences with the police have been bad in the past, but I'm sure that pales in comparison with what hundreds and thousands of black men and black women have to face every single day. We are here to say that we stand with you. We are here to say that black lives matter. They have, they do, and they always will. And if you don't agree with that statement, then we don't want you supporting us, whether it be through the podcast, through the site, or even just following us on Twitter. We also want to acknowledge and praise the NBA and WNBA for using their platform to create dialogue, cause a change, and to be a driving force for more of us to do something about it. Whether it be protesting, voting on all levels, or simply talking to our family and friends about the importance of this movement. Change is hard. Change can be a very long process. It can be done, though. All we need to do is fight for what is right. All right, let's get back to the program. Less terrible than KP's meniscus, but still better than the New York Knicks. It's the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. I'm your host, Don Denham. You can find me on Twitter at Don underscore Denham. With me today, my fellow commiserating Mavs fan for life. You can find him at Reddit Mavs. Ruben Damas, share with us your pain. Uh, you know, I've had a few beers, so <laughs> the pain the pain's a little dulled. Uh, you know, good, good. Old timey, you know, old timey remedy. <laughs> um, you know, that was a game. Uh, it happened. We lost, but you know. It is what it is. So, It was a predictable loss to the LA Clippers. Uh, it was a hard-fought battle, but I think at this point there was just uh, too much to overcome when you lose one of your, I mean, your second best player, or in some cases your best player, uh, depending on the game. Uh, with Kristaps Porzingis, who was out with a meniscus tear. Uh, they, were ruling, they weren't ruling them out for other series if we were going to advance, but it sounded like they were just playing that one safe. I think really just the bubble, the longevity of uh, the bubble season and the intensity of it, less, I guess less the longevity, but more just the intensity of basically playing a game every other day. Um, and just, I, I just think the situation caught up with them. Uh, they were outmatched by a more experienced team um we just you know it comes down to putting the ball in the hoop and we weren't doing it enough i mean uh the second quarter was just an absolute cratering of production and that's pretty much what kept them the lead throughout most of the the game yeah i mean the threes weren't falling you know luca was trying to pass that ball but when guys can't hit their shots you know it's not too much we can do you know and i know on twitter everybody's like hey like 
go to the basket, go to the basket, but they have fucking Kawhi. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, just a bunch of guys who know how to play defense. So, Well, going to the basket works if you can get to the rim. And if you've got guys that are staying in front of you, it makes driving a lot more difficult. Exactly. Uh, all things considered, uh, the only Mavericks to score in double digits this game were Tim Hardaway Jr. and Dorian Finney-Smith with 10 and 16. Not a single person broke uh, 10 points aside from them and Luca that scored 38. Uh, he, <laughs> uh, you know, he went 15 for 28, <laughs> which is a, a astounding. Um, it is uh Pretty remarkable what that kid's doing. Um, he was a rebound and an assist away from a triple-double. Uh, I think this is any – if anything, this series uh, did one thing, and that was solidify Luca as one of the top five players in the league. Uh, it's just going to be a matter of building the right pieces around him. And uh, we've said it before. We're going to say it again. Future's bright. We're excited. Uh, th- that kid just does things on a basketball court that's just uh, – hard to quantify um it's sometimes even hard to evaluate just like how did he get that wow that worked like that seems to be half the way that i'm watching luca play if i'm not just screaming and my head's exploding uh just an amazing series for him uh i am very proud of this season we're gonna do a full season recap Next week, more than likely, uh, we're going to have a bigger pod in that one. This one's going to be a bit more just talking about game six and uh, covering questions. But As sports keep coming back, so does your chance to bet on them with our exclusive wagering partner, betonline.ag. Major League Baseball and the NBA are in full swing, and there are no shortage of ways to get in on the action. BetOnline has all the odds, futures, and props for you to be on. Also, tune in as Floyd Money Mayweather joins the Bet Online team in an exclusive new segment called The Ice is Right, where he talks about his expansive jewelry collection. That's awesome. He'll give you the chance to win some great prizes and bet on the cost of his bling. Visit betonline.ag today to check out all the odds and up-to-date sports news. Don't forget to sign up and take advantage of all the welcome back to sports bonuses. Bet Online, your online wagering experts. Uh, what was something that stood out to you this game more than any of the other ones? Man, um, a positive or a negative? Because I have one for both. Uh, uh, let, let's go negative and then positive. Uh, negative, just like the guys, just like the guys not being able to hit their shots. You know, like, you know, they kept shooting and shooting and shooting. I think at one point it was like, I think, um, I think at one point Tim was like two for whatever, or like the team was like two for like 20 from three which is not going to win a lot of games you know especially in this this the this uh the current nba the way it's trajectory no um you know that was terrible uh one thing that i guess um uh, one thing that uh stood out in a positive note was just seeing like luca's resiliency um in the third uh you know like a lot of times i've seen people kind of talk about hey he needs to he needs to just like Take over games, take over games. It's 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 borderline LeBron esque when he's you know just passing the ball almost like passively like hey shoot this you know and oh. uh, you know guys are shooting it they're just gonna make it so at one point Luca was just like no I'm just gonna go and just like go on my own little run you know bring us in I think he brought us in within like within six in the third and it looked like we could have made a shot and uh, you know um, things just weren't hitting you know like. The Clippers definitely like tightened up their defense a little bit, um, made adjustments. 
So, you know, but like at the end of the day, like these guys are young and, uh, you know, I mean, relatively young and, you know, they get an inexperience too. You know, these guys, like a lot of these guys never been, never played in the playoffs. And um, that definitely showed, you know, like Paul George, even though he is like uh, a perennial, like, you know, um, uh, a perennial uh, postseason failure, <laughs> you know, like he's been there. He knows like how, like how crunch time works. He knows how, you know, he knows like, Hey, if I'm not shooting it, give it to Kawhi and Kawhi will, you know, Kawhi has two rings, you know, he knows how to play in the playoffs. You know, these guys really don't, especially like this year where it's just like, you don't have the crowd. You don't have like the home court intensity, you know, like maybe if we had that, you know, we could, you know, we could have won the series or maybe if, you know, maybe if, um, all the Lakers fans who become Clippers fans, you know, show up to their games, you know, maybe they could have had, they could have had the advantage too. Like it doesn't, this year was so weird in terms of like playoff, like playoff expectations and playoff um, reality that, uh, yeah, this, I don't know, man. Like I, I just, I can't quit thinking about like, mostly I can't quit thinking about that one game where Luca just went off and won us the game. Like, sure. You know, like I don't want to think about like this game in particular. Like I want to think about like <laughs> the two wins that we did have. Like I want to think about how like Kristaps went for went, had like thirty something points and thirteen rebounds. Like right. with a torn meniscus. Like you know, like mm-hmm. a fucking gritty ass performance. You know, like, I don't want to think about the the losses. Um, like my dad, my dad, uh, he plays uh, independent league, uh, independent baseball in Dallas, and he's constantly telling me he's like, hey, like. Because he plays like every weekend, and he's like, "Hey, if like if we lose, like I'm not dwelling on it, you know, like mm-hmm. so like you as a fan shouldn't dwell on it, you know, like sure it happens." Um, as much as we are Mavs fans for life, uh, you know, I think uh, a loss doesn't ruin my day. Like I will save my shit, goddammit, what have you, just yeah. like super, you know, get it out and be frustrated and yell at the refs and curse. Marcus Morris's name uh, several times over, but all in all, um, it, this we were playing with house money. We were yeah, we already exceeded expectations, and I think we established that we're going to be a force to be reckoned with. I mean, it's I I'll put it this way: I'm more proud of the Mavericks' performance in this game against a harder opponent than I would be if I was, say, a Portland Trailblazer fan, where it was just exciting for them to get in, but they got yeah. absolute. I mean, Dame got hurt. That's that's not entirely fair, but man, like that, there you don't even feel like it's close throughout pretty much the entire series. And like there were parts where, uh, you know, Clippers were clearly dominating, and I mean, like, hey, they won the series. I mean, there are certain moments of that where um, they just took away and run with that. I mean, they got had a forty point win at some point. Yeah. Um, but that being said, like there's the fact that there were multiple moments where it's like, Oh, could they claw back? Like it was re- even remotely competitive against arguably the best team in the league. Like that's, that's something, that's something to learn from. Um, yeah. The only thing that I really did not like that I saw grow through the course of the series Luca's like he's just got to quit talking to refs. I can't stand oh, it. Yes, it's it's yeah. such a it's a Euro thing. I get it. And like and he he embellishes a little bit. Granted, he got the hell smacked out of him this game. And like and he does every game. And that's partially because like that's the style of play. He's a little bit bigger guy. He's a bit more of a bruiser. 
Um, he, when he drives, he drives hard and he's bound to get hit, but yeah. man, after every whistle, his hands go up, his mouth is open. It's just like, you got, man, I, I, I can't stand that. I know that's an NBA problem more than necessarily a Luca problem because LeBron does it like every, like uh, every, everyone who's a superstar will do that. And absolutely. You know, for the most part, that doesn't like get them in trouble, but it does like, it does look bad when you're barking at a ref and the other team is like in transition and scores like real quick, you know? Absolutely. And I think that's something where uh, maybe just more maturity makes that or, you know, makes that happen. And, you know, it's, that's what I'm really looking forward to with this team is seeing them kind of grow more. Cause as much as people are wanting a quick fix of, uh, you know, another superstar or really shuffle up the bench, I'm like, actually just kind of shows that like we we see where there's some dead weight or where there should be some adjustments but i'm like i think this is a pretty good young core (laughs) like uh i'm really excited to see what they do when they're a fully healthy and b like play through a normal season if we get that again if we Uh, ever get that yeah Yeah. Absolutely, man. Uh joining us now, we've got Grant who has just emerged from the shadows. How are you, dude? Fuck Marcus Morris. All my homies hate Marcus Morris. <laughs> I'm good, uh, man. It was, a, it was a long year, but I'm happy uh, happy we can look forward to the future. It was a very long year, right? Yeah. It, we, yeah, had three, season, we had 3 months off, bro. <laughs> yeah. 3. All Four right. Let, let's never do this pandemic again. I want everyone Please. to yes. agree with it, okay? Wash your goddamn hands. Wash yes. your hands. Wear Use a mask your if American, you have to. <laughs> Use your American Airlines issued uh, sanitizer. Um, quit coughing on people, folks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, we, we're just summing up uh, game six. Any Anything over the course of the series that you liked, didn't like from the Mavericks that you'd like to add in there? Um, well, as far as game six goes, it kind of, the whole flow of the game kind of went like the whole year went. Like we started off hot, we started off strong, kind of lost it there, you know, right before halfway. And then we started kind of picking it back up. We made it close. It got within, I think it was almost a three-point game or it was a three-point game. That's and cool, then yeah. someone who knew how to close out the game on the other team just beat us to it. That's yep. basically yeah, basically all that happened, and and that's kind of been the whole story for the the whole rest of the year. But hopefully, we can trade for Chris Paul, and that will never happen again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's let's get another person with with a, a record of knee oh, problems. Oh, you're right. <laughs> yeah, about to say, dude. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> oh my god. All, All right. right, moving on. Well, guys, great Mavs season. We appreciate uh, everyone's love and support with this channel. Um, this has been, I mean, it's still one of the weirder postseasons. We're look, we're, we will definitely be keeping you up to date on a lot of what's happening in the NBA, but uh, we'll obviously be uh, recording less frequently. Uh, we're going to shoot for still probably a weekly pod, if yeah. I had to guess. Um, I mean, that's kind of in our contract, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> So we're still we'll still be churning out some content for you, uh, but either way, guys, it's this postseason as brief as it may have been has been significant for every one of us here uh, at the yeah. Hoops and Half of Bison's podcast. It's been one of my favorite things to look forward to at the end of a weekend, and uh, I'm so happy that I get a chance to talk to uh, some fellow Mavs fans for life and have an audience of mostly Mavs fans. Yeah. Uh, and if you're a Knicks fan listening, shut up. Squish is coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, 
thinking about going to questions then. yeah dude let's just go into it man we got a yeah. bunch of them just because let's, let's rip them off let's go. I, I i stupidly re, you know uh, retweeted it uh at the end of the game so we got a bunch oh, but man. you know uh unfortunately guys we probably won't get to every single one of them because we do have a you know criteria we have to put at least one one uh one podcast a week and our week ends in about six hours so <laughs> <laughs> you know as much as we like to do like a three-hour pod you know it's just and we could. We're certainly no, we capable of could. doing it. We definitely could. I, I, I don't want to find out if we can. But, uh, Deep dive into Andre Drummond advanced stats. God. <laughs> okay, fuck you. Okay. What go. is his true shooting percentage when he's on the floor? Oh, God. Okay. All right, let's see. Uh, first up. question. <laughs> first question comes from James Grambo, our good friend James, who hasn't been as buck wild as he used to be i think he's slowing down a little bit man oh man he's but, uh, okay yes james this is a this is a uh this is me calling you out okay <laughs> let's see um if you could ask one person that are alive a question that they would have to answer honestly on tv what what would you do so basically who would you pick uh, i would pick the alive one what does that even mean well you said dead or alive i'm like i will take the one that's alive yeah. <laughs> they will answer the question better. Uh, well, if we could find someone who's dead and bring them back to life, like okay, okay, so uh, you know, reanimate them for okay. a second. Got it. If I was asking one question, okay. Um, I would, I would ask uh, anybody who was involved with the JFK shooting, okay, figure out who exactly did it, okay, <laughs> just because that has been one of those things that has always plagued me. And I just watched uh, the Umbrella Academy. Okay, see, it's it's based in Dallas, so I'm like, yes, I need to know this sure so. that's set uh i would uh talk to wilt chamberlain and ask if it really was 100 oh yeah that's a good one that's yeah. a really good one yeah what are you grant um uh <laughs> i would uh i would ask donnie nelson how close he was to drafting jaron jackson god instead. damn it every <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, you're keeping you're, it on I'm brand. answering it honestly i can't uh, i know. love that you like that's the first thing you asked our new our new hire joe which guys? Oh, yeah. if, you ever, if you've ever read Joe's stuff, Joe's fucking great. But the first thing he asked him in the Slack was, in our like in our MFL Slack was, <laughs> "Oh, what are your thoughts about Jaron Jackson Jr.?" And I was like, "That's generally how I base your NBA opinion is, <laughs> is your answer to that question." And Joe oh, checks out, man. so we're good. Yeah, he's he's fucking smart. I cannot wait for him to write for us. <laughs> Next question comes from Allison. Uh, Allison asks is asks it's the zombie apocalypse. You got to pick your squad to tough it out with. You and three Mavs players, who are you taking? Mm. Uh, I already mapped this out. So I would have Boban, I would have uh, Tim, and I would have Dorian. I, I think you got too – I think you're too big. I think – uh, Yeah, I think, I think you're drawing attention to yourself with these walking ints that you've decided to bring <clears> with <throat> you. Um, I would go J.J. Barea, J.J. Barea, J.J. Barea, because he'd take There's, one to just – to. I mean, he could burrow into little places. He could find <laughs> ways of hiding. He seems like someone that's pretty crafty with a crowbar. Um, he's someone that I know could, you know, find some resources. He's already good at disaster relief. So I'm sure he knows exactly what is going to be happening with, with his work in Puerto Rico. Like, I think he would be a very valuable resource. And then like, I don't know, Willie Collie Stein for fun. Okay. okay. Well, <laughs> that was very detailed. Uh, I, I was going to say just Luca Boban and, uh, Tim kind of like what, what, uh, Thomas said, but, um, after hearing what you said, Tim, I'm going to have to go with 
with one Bobby and two JJs, and Bobby is just standing in the middle while he holds both JJs and just uh, around as fast as he can, like a Voltron. Just, yeah, yeah, like uh, like one of those. I don't know. They they're not at parks anymore, but you would like hold onto the bar and someone would swing it, and you would just like keep going around. That's kind of that's kind of yes. what. I'm like it. I like it. Oh my god. Okay, let's see. Next question comes from. <laughs> <laughs> this one might be for me mostly, but anyway, uh, Isaac asks. Who would you pick to win in a fight, Bobon or Godzilla? Bobby. Well, I think yeah. more he would he would be able to reason with Godzilla, um, you know. And but I if he had to fight though, if he had to fight, like if Godzilla just saying, "Oh fuck you!" Like I'm about to destroy Tokyo again. I mean, I don't even know who the other guy is. So Bobby all the way. <laughs> Godzilla. Bro? <laughs> so it's funny. So I actually have a copy of the comic book of. Um, Charles Barkley and Godzilla like fighting and playing basketball. It's great. I love it. Uh, for some reason, they make. Uh, uh, how, how's Godzilla's outside game? Good. Not very good, bro. It's, it's definitely like just ground and pound. Like, more more post. Guys. Got it. Yeah, dude. Absolutely. Yeah, but fucking uh, Charles Barkley beat his ass, which I don't agree with. But uh, I'd wait, probably pick. Is Bob. Godzilla's games fire, as the the kids say? As the kids say, no. Because he, he, he breathes fire. fire. No. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's not. Unfortunately, no. No. Is it not up to scale? Because he's got. Scales. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I yes. What he's done playing <laughs> is he dinosaur. Sir, please, please, Don. <laughs> uh, no, I would. I'd give it to Bobby only because Bobby is a human and is smart, right? And uh, you know, has a can think, can reason. So, Bo- I'd give it to Bobby. I will say Bobon is my favorite kaiju. <laughs> yes, he actually is mine too. I'm actually starting a kaiju sleeve tattoo. Uh. And, Bobo may be on there. <laughs> he's the one. He's the one. His wingspan is just encompassing in all of them. Yeah, <laughs> cradling them like his children. Hey guys, just a reminder that if you're looking to bet online, look no further than BetOnline.ag today. Check out all the odds and up-to-date sports news. Don't forget to sign up and take advantage of all those welcome back to sports bonuses. Trust me, your wallet and your bankroll will thank you. Uh, BetOnline, your online wagering experts. 2020 has been the year of things happening that are completely out of your control, but there is one thing you can control, and that's shaving your bush. Our sponsors at Manscaped are here to remind you to do so. They have the Lawnmower 3.0, which is a premium electric trimmer that also is waterproof and comes with an LED light so you can manscape in the shower, or in the dark, or in the dark shower for you weirdos that are doing such a thing. They also offer the Shears 2.0, which is a luxury four-piece nail kit. It features a tempered stainless steel tools, and it includes tweezers, scissors, clippers. Well, we don't like the clippers too much right now, but also a medium grit nail file. Listeners of the show will get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. It's time to grab 2020 by the horns by shaving that front trunk. Next one comes from uh, Andrew. Andrew asks... And this might be more of a uh, uh, Grant question because he's very smart and knows things. Okay. Um, with a potential max spot opening up, would you rather the Mavs go for a third superstar or upgrade our bench slash role players? Um, I'm going to go bench slash role players because what I see is not a – I don't see one person's effort fixing what we need to fix. I see if we're getting better minutes out of – different rotation players i think that's what's going to ultimately lead us better because it's like i think we're getting the production that we need out of our two stars like we're getting what we want out of them i think it's like when they're off when they're on the bench who shows up and maintains that intensity 
Um, to be honest, I think Mo Harkless would be someone I would be really interested in seeing in a Mavs uniform. And uh, I saw a couple of flashes of, uh, of I'm sorry, uh, Jordan Clarkson that looked like, you know, he was a good uh, off-the-bench scorer that I think could be a good addition. I mean, those are just – I'm throwing two two guys out there off just sort of randomly that I know. Yeah. Uh, Kent Bazemore, I'm sure he'd be cheap after his uh, after leaving Sacramento. So I mean, like, you know, so what? Uh, what? What are we? What are we talking about? I'm sorry. Had, uh... <laughs> oh my god, dude. Okay, would you rather? I was, I was grabbing food. Okay, would you rather go for a third superstar or upgrade our bench slash role players? Oh, uh, definitely upgrade our our bench and our role players. I mean, I I you know, compared to who we have now, there's there's a lot of talent out there to be to be gotten and a lot of it's going to be cheap next year. So like Dom was saying, I, I loved everyone he said, so I had to make sure I wasn't missing out on any, <laughs> on anything, anything good. Uh, man, we have the bright, we are the brightest minds in mouse Twitter. That's yeah. right. We are. And you can hear more about uh, what Don and I think about free agency later this week. If you uh, check out the YouTube channel sometime later, this ah, week. look right. at that. we'll have That's our right. own little video up there. Nice. Love 100%. it. hundred okay. percent. Uh, Jonas asks, how would the Mavs do if they play in the Eastern conference? Uh, I think consistently a three or four seed. Absolutely. No question. I mean, I think if we got our record and moved it over to the East, uh, we were, I don't know that up. We were, we were close to the Sixers because, because their pick, because, because of the picks we're going to swap if we didn't like lose that last game. So it would have been like fifth or sixth. Gotcha. So, yeah, I mean, like, I think, you know, uh, instant playoffs for certain uh, bearing injuries, uh, but basically, we're like the Knicks, but good. So uh, I mean, we have half their players. <laughs> but... Got their ass. We're, we're channeling Squish today. Oh, man, absolutely. <laughs> okay, next question comes from a Doncic fanboy. Um, what are some good trades that we can oh. do in the offseason? Those get complicated because, I mean, I think there's going to be a boatload of trades during draft time. Oh, and yeah, that's, just, that, yeah. that's where things get crazy. And as far as, like, I think we've, like, Houston's a perfect example of, like, we just, every team has different value systems because they've traded away all of their picks for everything, for, for Chris Paul, for Westbrook, basically, and their their exchanges and man, like they've got a bunch of wings, guards, and Jeff Green and Tyson Chandler that they're not using. And it's like how they build a team, how their mindset works is so different than, and that's kind of a microcosm, like the entire NBA, as far as like, you know, who actually values picks, who actually like trusts their actual scouting department. If I was a Sacramento, like if I was the Sacramento GM, I would just trade all draft picks because clearly, or sorry, clearly you don't make good decisions. <laughs> so like yeah. t- just trade away all draft picks, get someone that you know, at least what you're going to be getting from that. That would be my <laughs> thought process because you've just swung and missed for the last decade. Um, yeah. that, that would be my approach with Minnesota who has number one pick. It's like, you guys aren't going to pick someone good. You don't, I mean, you, yeah. you've got cat and that was like the far and away pick, but like, there's not that obvious guy this year. Anyway, sorry. I yeah. Diverted. Grant, do you have anything to add? I do. Could you just run by the question one more time? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I had a great answer, but I don't want to lose it. 
We're a good oh, trade. Oh, I figured out. I figured out. I remember the question. Sorry. So, yes. <laughs> yes. Trades in the offseason. Um, in my head, I've done the math. And uh, there's a way where we can keep uh, Dorian Finney-Smith, Maxi Kleba, Kristaps Porzingis, um, Jalen Brunson, and Luka. The, if we do all that and everyone else gets traded or opts out, bearing what their contract is, uh, we make $62 million going into this offseason. So that would be a, a really pretty penny, especially in an offseason where there's going to be a bunch of one-year guys like, like Marcus Gasol and, and Goran Dragic and all that. So, okay. yeah. Cool. Trades are, are – we're going to know more about trades come, uh, come draft day and every day. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, that's, yeah, that's going to be, I think, a future, you know – this is right for a, a very painful loss that I'm very mad about still. <laughs> um, all right, Rutuj, our guy. All right. So he Dude. says, firstly, congrats on 10K to me. <laughs> love your content. I love you too, Rutuj. Um, not me. You don't have 10K. Anyway. <laughs> congrats to me for losing 1,000 followers. Uh, this is like watching two people fight over who has the better cut of steak while I'm just like eating dirt <laughs> Flavor, you're a rock star, dude. I, I'm you actually, you're you. like literally a, lot you're a rock, rock star. star. Really. I know. I <laughs> would give up every. I love all my followers and, and everyone I interact with, but I would give up every single ounce of it to be able to play. I'm not okay by my chemical romance. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the question, the question he's asking is, uh, do you think the Mavs should be nicknamed the Rashid Walls of basketball teams? The amount of last two minute reports that show the Mavs are the wrong side of calls are a lot. Uh, I would say yes, only because both teams that's played a, hard. Yeah, that's a, that's a really yeah. good comparison, actually. <laughs> so I'd go for it, dude. I love that. Let's, let's see if that changes next year. The, but. the, the Rashid Wallace yeah. of basketball teams. I, I don't quite get it, but I think it's <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be compared to Sheed at any case. So <laughs> I love hopefully, it. Hopefully it's Sheed before the first retirement. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, the, one. Yeah. the one after it was okay, yeah, no. but I mean. I, You're right. Yeah. You got it. Um, the real Alexis, KP's number one fan, asks, um, "How's it be famous?" Um, it's all right, you know. Nothing's changed. I still got to get up every morning, you know, put my socks on the same way and everything. Every nothing's time he, every time he ducks, just women hit the wall behind him. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> all right, let's see. Um, his, his hands getting sore from all the selfies he's taking with people. I'm like right. Uh, Boogie seventy seven asks. Uh, what should the Mavs do this offseason to get better? Um, I just think they just need to make some trades, uh, hit on the drafts, um, to recruit some guys, even though this year I think it may not be the year to do it just because, um, again, with the COVID, uh, the salary is going to look let's like get, a fucking bitch. Let's just get all uh, the itches. Let's get Dragic, Vucevic, Jokic. Jokic. Like just everybody. Nurkic. All, all the European white guys. Yeah. We'll just yeah, be, the, we'll be, the, we'll be the Maverick. Jokic. You said Jokic. I said oh. Jokic. Oh. Okay. But we'll have Doncic. It's great. We'll yeah. be the Ma- Ma- yeah. the Dallas Mavericks. Mavericks. Zubac. Oh wait. Whoops. Zubac. Zubac. Just 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 across the uh, across the body of water. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Uh, we got a double whammy. Uh, Kirk, serious face. What? Our friend Kirk and then my friend Sean both asked, "Why are you the way you are?" With the uh, Michael Scott gif. <laughs> and uh you know just you know learn behavior um you know people uh people on twitter definitely uh you know they uh, enable me to tweet the way i do mm. <laughs> so you know it's just you know it's all learned behavior it's all it is baby so, i was born this way 
Yeah, exactly. Yep. I was I was born this way, and I've I've been watching uh, uh, some ups and downs and very painful ride of being a Mavs fan my entire <laughs> yeah. life. So that's that's why. <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, Charles asks, you know, now that you've hit 10k, okay. how much is your pay increase over at the over at the website? Um, I I get Wait, paid in. We get, I get paid. paid? I get paid in beer. Wait. So yeah, oh, I get they paid pay in me in gum. So yeah, I, I, get paid in gum. I get paid in beer. So I'm making. I think I get like an extra six pack. That's good. Every uh, month. So yeah. Good for oh. me. But IPA though, not. Not IPA, bro. No. Oh, oh, you know the goods. I don't know anything about half of, half of so, Eisen, bro. I get half of Yeah, 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 yeah. Very <laughs> on brand. Very good. Very on, exactly. Um, I get I get paid in hoops. So yeah, you know, I have like, I have too many hula hoops, and I just keep getting more of them. They don't get that it's about basketball. <laughs> I just keep getting paid in hoops. Uh, this tracking that. number says I got three more coming your way. Because <laughs> you because you both have done such an amazing job. Oh god. Okay. Next question go, uh, is from Grace, our good friend Grace. Good friend. She asked, which Wings player would benefit the Mavs most? And which Mavs player would benefit the Wings most? I love mm. this question. It's a very what if. Um, for me, the Wings player that I would love to have on the Mavs would be Arike. Oh, gosh, uh, it'd be so fun. She's a fucking hooper, dude. Like, and I, I, I'm using that term, like, non, not ironically right now. <laughs> like, she's a fucking hooper. And I love her game so much. Like, when you see I get a person out there who can just fucking score buckets? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Especially for this game. You know, we see the guy who just, someone who will just, like, go to the basket, like, take the contact, like, just fucking you know just kicks ass um i would say i i tried finding a maverick that would be i i agree with you entirely as far as that uh that wings pick but i think the maverick that would benefit them the most i was like well if anyone defended the interior uh i would suggest them but we don't have anybody so the wings are great as they are so maybe cleaver you know yeah i would pick like maybe bulbon just have the size like <laughs> You know, like hey, just like, to have a foot tall well, advantage well, on most also, of them. <laughs> also, because I've noticed that, like in the WNBA, they do like a lot more post play. That's true. You know, like he would just be a fucking menace on that court with, you know, with all with all of them. So that that would look like the eighth grader playing with all the sixth graders. Exactly. Be hilarious. You know? <laughs> like an adult with her kid. You know, like just like. <laughs> um okay uh next question he'd be apologizing comes, as he dunks the basketball like, i'm so sorry i'm just i'm so I, poster like just, this poster even, is just him shrugging i'm sorry right do you have any uh you have anything to add there grant um no but bobon with a wig would be fun to watch <laughs> wait bobon no. man oh my god no that's what it is it's it's a brand new hit series from new line cinema uh Bobana man where he oh, gets Jesus. disbarred from the NBA and now if he dresses like god Joanna man was not <laughs> no that's very Paul that Mack was very 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 uh, lightning in a bottle as far as yeah, the yeah I can't, that can't make that now bro no no <laughs> um next question comes from Lane um and I grant reply with a gif of uh, Mark Monta Ellis looking at a computer <laughs> oh yes wait, wait, yeah. what did he say what did he say Okay, I'm just describing. Look, look at this. Oh, I, I see, yeah. I see. Okay, so uh, Lane asks, "What's y'all's favorite personal? What's your personal personal favorite conspiracy theory? Oh. You don't have to believe in said theory." Um, I got one. Um, okay, you go. 
I, I don't believe Jim Morrison died when he said he did or when they stated okay. that he did. Um, there's okay. actually pretty good evidence that basically he didn't have an open casket funeral. Uh, uh-huh. There was only two people that actually confirmed that he died. And one of them was the coroner. The other one was like his wife. And he basically really hated fame. He was basically like a just kind of like a hipster poet that got way okay. too famous yeah. and yeah. really wanted to escape that life. So it would make total sense that he faked his own death. They just, I'm down for that. Uh, yeah. What do you have, Grant? Uh, I was well. I have two, but the, one of them was another uh, forever or forever twenty seven club member and uh, Kurt Cobain. I'm not so sure about that one, but I mm-hmm. I, I love uh, I love a good conspiracy theory. My favorite one though is uh, the fact that <laughs> the fact that dinosaurs never existed and that uh, <laughs> you, CIA just invented on. them and taught us them to uh, to d- prevent us from time traveling. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just make these big scary monsters. Uh, I know. Don't go. <laughs> yeah. Land before time was dope, but you know. Land before time was dope. I, guys, I we, haven't seen a dinosaur, so I can't prove that it was. Guys, there. we believe in science here, guys. Okay. Anyway. I believe in science, but you know. Wait. Anyway, I don't, I don't song, believe in Hey, these. get on the floor. Everyone wants to be a dinosaur was a lie. Oh my god. <laughs> uh okay we'll so a, we'll have our own conspiracy pod done we'll talk about we'll talk we should about talk about we should really we should do this in the off season just like have a just like <laughs> we're talking about conspiracy pod we're All talking right, about guy. conspiracies for like a fucking hour um <laughs> one of my favorite conspiracies is the fact that uh paul mccartney died like right before the beatles got big oh i see and that is uh, Paul's dead. if you if you play it backwards paul apparently Paul's he says paul's dead and you know all stuff and uh there was a netflix uh movie or something like like a mockumentary my mockumentary like back like 2013 2012 and uh i watched it not completely sober and i was like oh this shit can make sense you know but then i watched it again when i was sober and i was like this is bullshit but i can totally see why like i can totally see like people who wear like tin hats would be like oh shit this is real <laughs> you know um but that's if i can make one. if Are i you... can make a statement on conspiracy theories just because it's become a part of our ever eroding country is that um I think conspiracy theories make more sense to people because they're more entertaining. It's the same reason that we dream. We understand narratives and chances are it's just when I think of conspiracy theories and like why I end up rolling my eyes at them is I think about what a friend of mine that went to uh, med school when they were talking about diagnosis, listen Mm -hmm. for horse steps before you listen to zebra steps. And the idea is that it's more likely the more common thing and it's likely more boring before you diagnose it with something extravagant. That's how I feel about every conspiracy theory. They're like, but wait, so if you get all these different other components, like, or it's the person making more money. Yeah. Or it's just like, or, (laughs) or, or get this big Mavs Twitter is trying to get Don to conspire on this podcast. Conspiracy (laughs) theories aren't real. Big NBA. God damn it. Big big NBA is trying to to watch the series. It's a, we'll call it Adam silver lining. (laughs) (laughs) No, that'll right. be that'll be more our optimism about shitty things. Will be the Adam Silver Lighting podcast. Oh yeah. All right. Let's see. Next question comes from. Uh, I, I asked how to pronounce your name. I'm going to try to get it down. Um, it's Silve. Okay. Sylvia asks. Um, well, that first part is done. We can't win the championship now. Um, is it possible that Trey Burke will, will has averaged more points per game than any player on the Knicks roster before the shutdown? I think if he averaged one, he would. Yeah, you know, like, like so he's already done this. Yeah, <laughs> I, honestly, I'm pretty sure it's pretty close. I don't have basketball reference in front of me, but I think what was the I, exact stat that he's what, he's better points than, per game. 
Points per game. Points per game than anyone on the Knicks. Oh, yeah. As of yeah. right now, everyone on this podcast has the same points per game than any Nick did in the bubble. So I think <laughs> we're fine. All right. Let's see. Next, <laughs> next question. Oh, this question comes from Cameron. Cameron asks, would you prefer Luca to emphasize free throws, three-point shooting, or durability this offseason if you could only choose one? I mean, durability. Free throws. Free throws. Oh, okay. has to be free throws. Durability. Uh, we got to keep him on the floor. I mean, yeah, durability is, like, relative, though. If he's still, like, game enough to be healthy, I, I'd rather him be able to knock these. Even if he's on, like, one leg, I'd rather him be able to knock these free throws down, bro. Just legs see how in many games we blew. His legs in a splint. I don't care. He's knocking down free throws. I mean, he, I, I've seen more work from that dude's ankles in the last, like, year, over a year, because it first happened in December of last yeah. year. I Good like uh, his his ankles have been through so much, and he was still able to basically yeah. play every game. Right. So uh, free have, throws, Luca, please. Yeah. We have three more questions. Let's go for it. This one comes from uh, Grant Smith, not our Grant. Ah. Uh, um, he asks, after the bubble performance, do y'all think t- uh, Timmy opts out or in in his contract? He's gonna yeah. opt in. He's, He's gonna, gonna opt in. in. He should opt. Yeah, in. He, uh, I think the only way he opts out is if he sees the market is not going to be there for him again next year or this yeah. year, and he like opts out and signs an extension right away. Uh, I I think he I think he opts in though. I think he opts in, dude. I just you know, there's too many like unvary too many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah if you would have asked me yeah. at March 10th, I would have told you he was going to opt out 100 percent and 100 percent sign a five year, four year, three year deal. But yeah, but now now with everything going, yeah. Um, let's see what else. Um, ah. Um, the Don asks, uh, who is closer to their ceiling, Luca or Giannis? Who? I mean, I think Giannis is closer to his ceiling just because yeah. he's had an eight-year head start on it. If I'm not yeah, mistaken. I think Giannis. I would put Giannis, you know, just because of that. But it's also like, if you think about where Giannis could go, I mean, developing a deadlier outside shot, but like where else can he go he's already been defensive player of the year like i think yeah. it's just like mvp it's, yeah. it's just it's just closer to he's just a more complete player and like yeah. if luca decides to really start playing defense which is half the time just effort and then like he actually gets better from free throws and three point like who's stopping this monster that is named luca yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the same knock on both of them. Like, if Giannis gets a crazy jumper, he's going to be 10 times better. Like, he's going to average like 40 points a game, maybe. But same thing with Luca. If he even shoots league average from, from three with the volume he's taken, like, yeah, he'd, he'd win fun. more games yeah. and he's, he's scoring more points. So, yes, it's also true. Okay, three, three point jumper for both of them. Last question for this podcast. And we got to get out of here. Uh, comes from Jose. Jose asks, What's the Mavs' goal for next season? Free agency 2020, 2021, draft picks and offseason workouts for our players. Make uh, make as much cap space as we can and get as many get as many guys who can who can get some stops and make some plays as we can. Uh, whether it's through the draft or whether it's through through free agency, I think those things have to be priority. Okay. I think and health. Said, Grant Grant nailed it. <laughs> health. I, got yeah, nothing like, else. I got nothing more to say on that one. Yeah, man. Uh you know, I think Grant pretty much nailed it on that one, bro. I have nothing else to add. Um, and those are all the questions oh, we have. Wait, it's the first I, time I, I got, wait, that I, sentence I, has ever been uttered, by the way. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got one question for you guys. Can you say Porzingis meniscus five times fast? Uh, you might uh, have to put the dolphin sound, sounds up if I tried. So. 
I'm well, not even gonna risk it. It's uh, and eventually I am gonna, I do want to have my fiance my fiance on the podcast because she is a speech therapist and has taught me how to like, say these names correctly. Um, Did I say Porzingis correctly? It's 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 okay. So Porzingis has like these weird like little accent marks on his name. Okay. And so like the way you say G, like the G is like it's nine thing we say here in the states. It's like oh my god. Okay. I'm trying. I don't want to fuck it up because we have because you've corrected Latvia. me on it. <laughs> no, well, no, because we have had, no because we have people from Latvia who listen. I don't want to sound like a fucking idiot. Um, uh, it's like a, it's like one. elongate. It's like a Porzingis. <laughs> I don't know, bro. It's Porzingis. Like, it's really fucking weird. Uh, but eventually, I want to have her on. Um, All right. more, I want to simplify it. Let's simplify. Like, can you say meniscus five times fast? Meniscus, 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 meniscus. Okay, great. Uh, meniscus, 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 meniscus. Well, I'm a I'm a pretty pretty steady, slow kind of guy, man. I don't know. <laughs> Come over me. Okay, yeah, man. Uh, that's the podcast, and yeah. uh, absolutely, guys. Well, good thank you. good year. Good yep. year. We're hopefully excited. next time we 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 were playing Mavs basketball. Hopefully, we can see some of you. Absolutely. Yeah. Or at the, at the arena. At anywhere. Except yeah, Buzz Brews, Petty Colas, wherever, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. We, we will definitely be uh, reaching out uh, as soon as that is both viable, safe, and just, I mean, we'd love to see you guys. It'd be great to actually talk to a lot more of our listeners than, than what we're doing right now. Uh, yeah. Check us out at mffls.com. Check us out on Twitter, the underscore mffls. Same for the YouTube channel, the Twitch channel uh, a, a show about basketball with grant and i will be coming out this week i'm real excited to be a part of it uh you can see how terrible i am at video games so all things <laughs> considered thank you guys so much for uh yeah this season has improved tenfold because of uh, the, our listener support for the conversations we have shout out to bibs corner uh, i already did a shout out on twitter but i want to do it on the pod uh, his first 15 20 minutes of him doing the solo pod about uh, what the players are doing. Uh, shout out to, uh, I'm sorry, just to finish the Bibbs thought process. Bibbs did some of the best broadcasting I've, I've heard in a long while, and he put a, a different perspective on what's happening uh, in the NBA during this, you know, the social climate that we are currently experiencing in this country um, without getting, I wouldn't even say a player, it was just a professional, concise, and a really good summation of like what those players are going through and why it's important. Um, shout out to Ruben for uh, making our cold open, uh, doing that on his own time. Uh, you can follow him at Reddit Mavs. You can follow Grant at Edmund the Slayer. And you can follow me at Don underscore Denim. This has been the Hoops and Hefefizens podcast. Enjoy. Wait. Wait. One more thing. Uh, happy birthday, Bibbs. And like Don said, everything, every single thing that Don said is true. Uh, he's, he's definitely one of the best followers on, on Twitter in general. But yeah, happy birthday, Big Dog. It's the Hoops and Hefefizens podcast. Bye, everybody. Bye, guys. Love y'all.